it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. This is the Variety and iHeart podcast, The Big Ticket. I'm Mark Malkin. Today, I catch up with Dylan O'Brien. The actor stars in the new Paramount film, Love and Monsters. O'Brien talks about how he feels about the movie going straight to VOD because of COVID, recalls his star-making turn on MTV's Teen Wolf, and then later in the show, he opens up about how life has changed since recovering from his traumatic accident on the set of the third Maze Runner movie. I'll have Dylan O'Brien after this short break. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm talking to Love and Monster star Dylan O'Brien. The 29-year-old actor shot to fame for his starring role on MTV's Teen Wolf. Three years into the series' six-season run, he was tapped to lead the Maze Runner movie franchise. However, he was in a traumatic accident on the set of the third Maze Runner when an out-of-control stunt car left him with severe injuries. He recovered and went on to complete the film. I talked to O'Brien from his home in Los Angeles. Hey, Dylan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing in quarantine? Uh, good, man. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, like, look, it's, it's a really wild time. Right. You know, so right. I always, it's, I guess it's one of those things that is like, especially like during the middle of it, when people would ask like how I'm doing it, you know, I think people like feel like self-conscious of saying like, good, you know? Um, right. But I do think I am good. You know, I have handled it well. It's obviously like, there's obviously been ebbs and flows you know um i think it's been uh there's not a single person like that this hasn't taken a toll on you know in some capacity at some point you know um i think it's been like i think it's kind of done i've like very much valued like what it's done for my perspective you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like my like mental health so i don't know like that's literally like kind of the uh school of thought that i've been sort of coming from on it i don't know um Mm -hmm. Obviously, like all everything that's happened during it as well has been like, you know, like what a shift, you know, so yeah, in the world. Uh, so it's like, I don't know, it's just like, it's been odd to like be at home and like witness sort of like this, you know, absolutely like unprecedented <laughs> time in history, you know, yeah. like every day. Every day. I mean, I don't know what time, when did you find out about the president? Because I was up. So our emails just started going nuts. You mean last night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out last night. I know. And it's just, you just, every day, it's just. Every day it's something else, man. It's uh, it's really relentless. It, it truly is. But um, I, I agree with you. I think it's, 
I do think it's going to change. I hope. I don't know if I'm being an I- idealist in this. No, go ahead. But I do, I do feel coming out of this when people are complaining about little things, I think it's going to be like, really? That's the you thing. Know what we man, just came through. That's totally. But I, I don't I, know. Exactly. Well, exactly. I, you know, I feel like it's been so, uh, uh, yeah. Like how can you not have, have gone through this and, uh, come out, not just being so like, so overly appreciative and grateful for like the things that you mm-hmm. have, the people that you like have and love like things as 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 simple and paramount as like health you know what i mean like yeah which should always be like how we're thinking you know um (laughs) um, so it's really like i don't know it's i just think it's it is sort of like this there there are elements to it that i think are really like healthy sort of resets for us you know Mm. um i totally agree with you on that so what does it feel like to be promoting a movie during all of this I guess I like not that different, I guess, like, mm-hmm. although it's from my living room, um, <laughs> you know, but like, and that that's been kind of nice, I guess, like, and it, I don't know, I, I, I guess, like, s- sort of ve- like, very selfishly, like, I'm just like, that's kind of cool, you know, um, at the same time, there are also elements of like going on like the press tour that are always fun and cool, you know, like, um, and like I'm really close to my publicist too. She's in here right now too. Like we we always like have so much fun together. Like we're not getting to like have our plane trips together or like talks, you know. And so so there's things about it that like you know, obviously um, are are like a bummer. But uh, and like too, I would I would like you know the movie like on the one hand I, I definitely I think it might reach more people this way. So tell us about the movie. Who are you? What do you play? What happens? All right, so I am notoriously not good at this question, <laughs> but I'm gonna, are you ready for it? Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna try to make it as succinct as possible. <laughs> and now watch, I'll talk for the next three minutes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Love and Monsters. Um, it is a, it is a, uh, uh, <laughs> it is about, um, uh, a boy is about the 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 uh, uh, version of the apocalypse where monsters have have sort of taken over the earth um, and forced humanity underground, and it follows a boy who is sort of now like a young man, um, but still kind of developmentally like you know when been in a bunker since he was like seventeen years old, and uh, he is a um, you know he's a very like in that boyish way still very like imaginative and like, um, you know, and, and, and longing to like be like heroic and brave and helpful in any way, you know, and he's like in a bunker where everyone is like a warrior and, and they're also all like in love, you know, and he's kind of like the ninth wheel um, and sort of the youngest, they all like adore him, but he's also, they're just sort of like, you know, he cooks, he cleans, like he's kind of like the, you know, like the, uh, <laughs> he's he's kind of like the home hen, you know, when they all go out and fight the monsters, when there's like breaches and stuff, he's just like cooking stew, which I always love. And he, uh, you know, he also, um, obviously because of the state of the world at this point, um, he mostly longs for this love that he never like got to experience in his life. And he doesn't know, like, I mean, the clock's ticking, you, you know, I think it, I think it gets to a point where he, 
um, it hits him that like, you know, he could, he could, uh, it could be over and he could never experience that, you know? So he reconnects with his like high school girlfriend from when he like, when the apocalypse hit, who he's still very much like, obviously has always thought about and is in love with and decides to try to go find her uh, through this, you know, monster apocalypse where the, the surface has been completely overtaken by monsters and he is completely incapable and um, goes on this journey to find his girlfriend with, with the dog who thankfully he meets because he saves his life throughout the whole movie. So I talked for like what, like three minutes, right? I was trying to time it and I, I lost know, track. I know, I <laughs> um, so but you did it. It's Listen, it's no way it, of like doing a log line. It's insane. It's an apocalypse. You know, you're trying to survive. Now, one of the things which I'm sure you weren't thinking about when you made it, it kind of is like today. You're in quarantine. I mean, didn't think about. Of course, this, I didn't think about that. This movie, this yeah. I think the script was written like six years ago. You know, like, <laughs> and we we shot it over a year ago. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. Trust me. A lot of the, uh, you know, when they were deciding on uh, when to release the movie, um, um, you know, I remember uh, speaking to Michael, the the director. You know, at one point when they had decided on a date, and it was originally for uh, I don't know if you know this, it was originally pegged for Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, this year so we just brought it up a bit but um uh you know i was like are you cool uh because i was mostly too i was like it's his uh first like big studio movie too and so i was just like i was like i just you know feel for you it's another like it's a while so it comes out like how are you cool with that you know and he's like i i think i am i think it's a good spot uh he's like the only thing is like you know you just don't know what changes uh in a year <laughs> and like <laughs> like i'm when he said that, you know, it's just uh, fascinating how uh, how true that became, you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting because obviously I think a lot of people are, I don't know, I think people are smart, you know, like it's, I guess some people are, some people aren't. But like, I don't think that anyone's going to see this movie and think that we, you know, we're uh, <laughs> in any way is relating to what's going on right now. Like, I think people understand the timetable at this point, you know. But, you know. Here's you're in quarantine for how many years in the movie? Seven? Yeah, the quarantine aspect is wild. <laughs> it's yeah, wild. Yeah, he's in a bunker, quarantines essentially. I guess it's not quarantine, they're just like hiding, basically, you know? Which is kind of a different way of saying quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven years. Except, you know, the the earth has been over taken by snails the size of you know yeah, yeah, yeah. buildings oh did you see uh, it i've seen it yes oh, i've cool, seen it cool, i'm cool. not gonna do the interview without seeing the movie i hate when journalists I, no do you're that. so i mean of course yeah like i guess but that has i mean yeah that's something it happens, happens it does happen or maybe i just don't know i don't know that's cool but the movie but what's amazing about the movie it's really i mean listen i know you have some co-stars there are other people in the movie but it's really you the movie yeah, it is, is you. It's like yeah, it is a lot of me, unfortunately. <laughs> no, the whole fucking time. But how much was it green screen and CGI? Is it um, just wild? You know, not. I mean, not a lot of green screen. Obviously, mm -hmm. a lot of CGI. Um, right. A lot of practical environments. Uh, like all those landscapes are completely just like Australian um, landscapes. You know. Um, 
and you know and then it's we had like an amazing visual effects team who i've worked with before too uh and okay. so very similar process too to kind of like how they i always notice with all the visual effects um that really know what they're doing the visual effects teams that really know what they're doing like it, it always seems that they, they they want those practical environments mm-hmm. um being on a, on a i think there's sort of nothing worse than I, if you have to, you have to, like if you're in space or something, you know, but like being on like right. a stage surrounded by green screen is like the, not the ideal, you know? No. Um, I would actually, I always crack up at how sort of loose the like calculation, you know, is for like on set when you have the visual effects supervisor, like if I'm in a scene with a monster, right? And, um, you know, it's it's supposed to like, sort of like it's, it's little, um, uh, like feelers are supposed to start coming up through the ground or something, right. right? You know, like he'll come, he'll come over at some point in uh, right before we're about to go, and he starts putting like orange uh, leaves down. So just and but he's sprinkling them, you know, and he's like, right. and he'll like even just be narrating as a joke, like just be like, oh, throw some here, throw some here, throw some here, and then he'll like flicker some on my head, like, and I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, it's such a, it's so funny, like what a what an advanced technological thing you would think that there's such an exact science right, you know, right. to how they have to execute it. But it's, it's really interesting to watch how they do it. Like those are, he just needs these like loose references, you know, to then right. kind of go in and be able to, um, you know, paint in color in the, uh, the worlds and, and build the monster and have it move. You know, it's, it's fucking amazing, really. Was it a lot of tennis balls that you were looking at? Totally. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And pe- you know, people, uh, uh, always asked about the tennis balls, you know, and I think like the most common question is like, uh, is that hard? Is that difficult to, you know, and like, I, it's, it's, first of all, it is just sort of what it is. So there really is no like other thing that you've ever experienced. It's not like right. we've gone to tennis balls and, you know, right, right. Um, we used to experience real monsters, monsters you know I mean? so right. like, but also that's just act, you know, I, I keep saying like, it's kind of fun. It's kind of more fun to, imagine it yourself you know and to sort of I mean that's the fun of of acting you know like are getting to do a movie like this you're in this like world that doesn't exist you know like and you know this fantastical kind of like <laughs> spin on like what mm-hmm. could happen with monsters you know mutating out of like mammals and so it's like that's the fun of it is to imagine like what's going on and then sort right. of create that for yourself I have to ask because my husband and I were kind of debating it was the dog real yeah <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Are <laughs> you high? For, no. For for a second, when the first when the dog first popped up, my husband goes, "Oh, that's fake." Fuck. That's a fake dog. Oh, that is. He's like, so "That's a fake funny. dog." And then I'm like, "Well, I guess it could be a fake dog because the monsters are fake." <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, glad to know the dog hero was is totally real he's a brilliant he's a brilliant dog <laughs> i love him so much uh he also like so you know he has a doggy double like there's there's two dogs you know so mm-hmm. so it was dodge and hero and um you know because like you can't like have hero do everything all day but he's like he needs to rest right. sometimes you know and like um which so you know i had never worked with a dog before so it was really mm. uh cool and learning all of those things too about how they work on set I, I never knew those kind of details you know the the doggy double and um i didn't know, there was know. A doggy double. but yeah def- 
What would you say, sir? I didn't know there were doggy doubles. It just sounds funny. Yeah, isn't it funny? Like two do do doggy stand-ins. So cute. And they were just the best. They were the best dogs. They're so smart. Like, it's just incredible, too, how they, I mean, and I also thought he was also so loving, you know, with me. Like, it was cool, like, that he actually was, like, such a... Did he bond? Did you bond together right away? Totally. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. And, I, and going into it, I wasn't sure. I was like... I was like, this this would be interesting. I don't know. You know, I've never worked with like a like a like an actor dog before. You know, like I wonder if they'll be totally turned off to like <laughs> the connection. You know, if it'll all be acting. You know, um, but he's it's so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but he was You're like, a, I like, don't know if the dog's gonna butt. like me or not. What happens if you? There's no. We didn't do a chemistry read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if we don't? What if we don't hit it off? I mean, it's so true. Um, but no, he was such a. You know, so cool because he's he's such a dog, you know, offset, and then he can really snap into. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. He's so smart. Um, what drew you to the role? Why why'd you do it? Uh, it's a good question. Um, uh, like genuinely, so many things. I you know when I when I first read the script, uh, I was like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like this, this is great. You know, like I, mm -hmm. I really loved, I just loved it. I loved the humor in it. I loved the character. I loved the world. Um, I thought it was really unique and, and weird and funky and like funny and sweet, but so sweet, you know? And, yeah. Um, and so good natured, you know? Um, and I really loved that it was like, you know, to me, you read a script about a, a kid and a dog, you know, going through, a, tr trudging through a monster apocalyptic land to find his love, you know, and you think like, uh, well, this is like, obviously a like cartoon, you know, like, so it was cool that we were, you know, to try to make it live action too, I thought was like really ambitious. And I kind of like that, you know, uh, uh, I was down for that, like attempt and, and, and honestly, too, I mean, it, it just, it was a, like, it was really, really, uh, just like tight and like fully filled out like script and worlds, you mm. know? So when you first read something like that, like it's, you're just like, I think, uh, I think I was just really taken with the, with everything about it immediately, you know, and it's originality and it's kind of throwback sort of, um, you know, it's, it's not a movie that it gets made every day, right. you know, now. And I was really like happy to, to try to be a part of that too and, and, and have, have it get made and, um, you know, I don't know. I, it's, it's, uh, I think there's like, there's, there's an aspect to things now, uh, as I get older, like the things that I want to do, you know, like, I just think that some, you know, there's a, there's a piece of like the direction that the industry is going in. Um, I think there's sometimes like, I want to try to champion things that I, I think are kind of going away more and more. And this mm. was kind of, I saw this as kind of one of those things, you know, so really happy that like, uh, I was a part of it and that 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 this movie got made, you know, I would have been happy to see this movie get made even if I wasn't in it, you know what I mean? Um, and just the character, like, I, like I, when I read this character, I was just like, oh, this is so cool. This is one of those characters that like you, you read and feel so connected. Like I felt like I was like born to like play this guy, you know, like, and, and that's a really cool feeling too as, as an actor and, and you gotta like, you gotta jump on that. I think it's like a special feeling that you can't like take for granted, you know? Um, and yeah, and it has possibilities to be a franchise. I guess so. You know what's what's funny about that is like one of the things that I also loved about it originally was that that I I didn't think that I thought the opposite. I was like, 
what a what an amazing just like singular like one th like told through just like act one act two act three right. close and curtain and what a beautiful fun little story you know but then like i guess yeah when i saw how like the movie ends and just the swell and the the next yeah. voiceover i'm just like oh it does wait are they tricking me <laughs> <laughs> did they trap me right uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that to me, and I, 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 I don't know. Um, <laughs> I would kill to like uh, play that guy again, so and and be with those people again too. It's just so much fun. So we're gonna take a short break, but when the big ticket returns, O'Brien opens up about how life has changed ever since being in a near fatal accident on the set of the third Maze Runner movie in 2016. Lancaster, South Carolina is in the middle of not much. But growing up nearby, I knew it as the hometown of a black man named Jim Duncan who became a Super Bowl hero. Duncan up to the 15, the 20. Now my new podcast, Return Man, I'll discover that his death still makes no sense at all. The story was that my brother went into the police station, took a gun off a police officer, and shot himself in the head. Most people don't believe that. For the past three years at the Rock Hill Herald, I've looked back at a story that's timelier than ever. Breaking news. Don't shoot! Have you got some time to talk? It involves race, the mental state of the person, and a town that was scared to death to say anything. Listen to Return Man on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you took away the date and time, could you imagine that happening today? Yes, you can. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm chatting with Love and Monsters star, Dylan O'Brien. Another movie you have coming up, Infinite, with Mark Wahlberg. Yes. So They've had to do that, their entire post-production in, in quarantine. Yeah, so tell me, I was going to ask you, how much did you have Did you have to do all ADR in quarantine? How yeah, much? actually, just recently, that's a good question. Just recently, I did it um, in my den over there. Like, they, <laughs> they send you a setup. Uh, it's funny too because it was like all ADR for you know uh, I'm basically just not to spoil anything uh, yeah. just in one piece of the movie and it's uh, it's an action film so it's like a you know it's, it's a lengthy fight sequence and mm. so all my ADR is like you know <laughs> you know like all that kind of shit like that you're just winging to you don't really go to school for um, and my friend was here. And so he's just like in here and I'm like, Hey, I just got to do this thing for like an hour. Um, you know, are you cool? And he's like, yeah, I'll just be here. And, uh, and he just hears me like for an hour, just like choking. At one point I have to do this choky thing. So I'm literally just standing up to this mic, you know, just going like, <laughs> and like, uh, it's so funny. I actually just gagged myself. I have a horrible gag reflex. So like I, I the choking, always choking in ADR is really hard for me. But also, I think effective because I really just go for it. <laughs> you went for it. Let's just be careful. I don't want to be like call nine one one. It's like, well, he's on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. exactly <laughs> sure where he is. Uh, after your accident, were you were you worried about doing action sequences? Were you worried about doing these fight scenes? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. That was a really hard uh, uh, come comeback for me. That you know, it was. It was a long ride. I mean, I. Like, look, I, I've kept this really like private for a long time. Obviously, obviously, people have asked me about it. I've, I've definitely spoken on it before. Um, 
but you know, it was a really hard journey back for me. Um, and definitely, uh, it, it, it completely rewired, uh, how I felt about, especially initially, you know, coming out of recovery. Uh, I, I, there, I mean, there was a moment where I didn't ever think I'd be able to even step foot on a set again, you know? So, mm. so it was, a, uh, you know, it, it did truly kind of rock my world for a sec. Uh, it's something I'll always deal with. I think I've worked really, right. I've, I've really worked, uh, uh, hard on, on dealing with that and kind of accepting sort of like, and processing kind of what I went through, you know, and, um, it'll always be a part of me. I think that there's a, uh, you know, there's a piece of like, anytime, um, you experience something like that uh uh obviously ideally you don't have to go through anything like that but look we all we all go through these things in life that was one for me um you, you come out of it the other side and uh you can either fo you can focus on like things that it changed about you in a positive way or you can or you can really dwell um on how it changed you in, in negative ways and i think that a big piece of my recovery eventually was really accepting that this was a part of me and that's, uh, you know, it, it did change me. Um, and that, but that's just sort of, that's just, that's been my path and that's who I am now. And it's also informed me in a lot of really good ways. I, I'm, I'm hyper vigilant on set, you know, whenever I'm putting a rig, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm vetting every piece of that rig and, um, just, uh, so much more, uh, uh, you know, just really like dialed in and close with the with the stunt team that you're working with, rather than just sort of blindly putting your trust in in other people's hands. Like ultimately, you 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 know, you are your ultimate protector in those circumstances. Right. You know, and especially on a set too. You know, I really do think that uh, you know, health and safety on a set is is paramount, and often sometimes something that could can truly get lost in the folds. You know. Right. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think just like in everyday life, people are like, oh, that can never happen to me. That can exactly. never happen to me. We're yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. There's an element of, of the make-believe, you know, and yeah. uh, there's also an element of, again, the blind trust thing. Everyone is an expert at what they do on a set. So, you know, uh, especially if you're younger, you know, like I was, I was about, I think I was 24 right. when my accident happened, you know, I was, uh, um, you know, I was just game. I was game. I loved, I loved what I did. I loved, right. uh, I loved being on set. It was my favorite place in the world. You know, I loved my crew. Like my crews are my like families, my life, my worlds, right. you know, and I tr put my trust into them, you know, and I think that was a piece of what made it so hard, uh, having that so viciously and scarily broken for me one time, you know, but, um, um, it's, uh, it's definitely something that I think, again, on a set there's so much money at stake it's all about time and rushing and and it, it really is important that sometimes you know i think especially when i was a kid you don't want to be you know as younger you don't want to be the the guy especially the actor who's like slowing things down or going right you know let's oh let's really think about this guys you know which is like think about what i'm saying i mean it's so fucked up that you know right. you ever even have to feel that way but that is sort of Cult set culture sometimes you know and mm. it really does take uh one person and sometimes that has to be you um to kind of shift that energy and be like no let's fucking stop and let's think about this you know or right. someone's gonna get hurt so you know i'm thankful for that uh you know i'm thankful for it in ways uh how, how it's you know it has it has definitely changed me in, in so many ways and made me kind of who i am today and um, but yeah, definitely a long, long, long road.
uh, on that. It's still going. I mean, it's ever, it's ever right. continuing, you know. Does it change your priorities? In terms of what? What I do? When I think about the accident, and for me, you know, I'm in recovery. Mm -hmm. I'm sober. And mm -hmm. for me, my priorities change in the sense of like, if I could get through that, mm -hmm. I could get through whatever's thrown my way. Right. I see what you mean. So just in life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's well, like, you know, and I'm sure you, uh, for me, it was, uh, it was very interesting uh, coming out of <clears throat> recovering and feeling these uh, uh, things shift in me, priorities shift um, without me even having control over that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you come out and I remember for me, a big, a big piece of that too was like, um, you know, I had had uh, friends like that were so dear to me that I had felt that I had like neglected for years, you know, and um, all of a sudden, like, it was very like important to me to like, um, to nurture those relationships, you know, and, wow. and to not like lose them, you know, and yeah, I think that uh, absolutely, it completely rewires and, and restructures the way that you, um, you know, you see your, your life and, and you deem what's important to yourself, you know, and going forward, like I just, it does make those things clear. You know, I think I came straight out of high school and I had this really cool like opportunity to like, I, I randomly just, I had never acted before and I just like, randomly like auditioned for the show and got this show. And then like everything was, you know, all these great, amazing things were like happening, you know, and, and, and I was, and I was just having like the time of my life and like, um, and I was like in love and I was young and I was working and I felt good at what I, what I was doing, you know, and like, just really cool. Um, and I think that uh, that's all, that's all great too. And that's all amazing to appreciate that. But I do think that there were things in my personal life that, um, yeah, I just kind of, before I, when I looked back, all of a sudden I was like, damn, I'm fucking 25, you know, like <laughs> I haven't seen these guys in years, you know? <laughs> right. um, I do think that that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's such a, a, a huge highlight of, of, again a, a good piece of the recovery yeah no i mean that's like you said you could you could you could look at the experience and just go down that route of darkness and yeah. negativity which sounds even trite for this experience mm -hmm. or you could say you know what i've been through it and this is like you said it's part of your journey it's part of what makes you a man totally. to take it and try to spin it as best you can but like you said it's always with you that doesn't mean you're not you don't understand the the gravity of the situation. Absolutely, yeah. And they, they, again, the thing—the thing about it, of uh, the thing that I always found most fascinating, and I also think that was instrumental in like understanding how to truly process this in order to get to truly recover, was the things that are truly out of your control, the things that are completely rewired in your brain the things that are happening to you that like you feel like you're almost outside of your body observing and you're like, who the fuck have I become? Like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Right. And again, it'll always be with me. Even to this day, if I'm on set and I'm, and I'm doing a stunt, if I'm in a rig, if there's some action going on, I am, I am slightly, you know, irritable. There is a degree mm -hmm. of like anxiety in me and I don't think there's ever not going to be, you know, uh, obviously like I, uh, you know, again, I really, uh, I, I really care about, um, when I'm on set again, my crew is like everything to me, and and um, I really care about it being a great environment for everyone. So I also like I have I have kind of been hard on myself sometimes um, when I've reacted in moments like that, you know. Mm -hmm. 
but you also got to like, you have to forgive and understand kind of what has happened to you too, you know, yeah. and, and people understand that, you know, and um, I've definitely had moments, you know, where like things like that are happening around me and I don't even realize that why I am getting so upset, you know, or something, you know, and it's, it's cause it'll just, it'll always, you know, be with you. Be with you. Yeah. yeah. Are you able to watch, are you able to watch the movie now or no? Um, do you mean Love and Monsters or, or? No, 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 no. Uh, Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Um, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Look, those, you know, there's no version of those movies that will ever not be like completely like momentous in my life and something right. so meaningful to me, you know, that that's again, so part of what was so hard about going through that. Um, you know, there was a, for a long time, I, I obviously in recovery, I, I didn't know if I had wanted to, uh, I didn't know if I could do it again. I didn't know if I could finish the movie. You know, look, the, also, I don't know if people know this, the accident happened on day fucking three, you know, so we had right. the entire shoot to go. Mm. And, yeah. you know, a year later when we like, the plan was to pick back up, I think it took a, a lot of like work for me to like, uh, dig past a lot of shit and realize that like I absolutely needed to to finish yeah. it and do it again and it was I mean I I, I would have never um, been able to that was such a part uh, instrumental part of putting it really behind me in a in a in a healthy way it was, it was healing it was healing for you exactly yeah absolutely um, so no yeah of course I can watch them uh, uh, I love I love those movies I love that cast is like, they're like brothers and sisters to me, you know, to this day. Um, I'm actually seeing them tomorrow. We're doing a, a little table read to try to get kids to vote, you know. Um, oh, really? Still, That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's cool. amazing. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, uh, those movies mean the world to me. So now I have to ask you, when we first got to know you, Teen Wolf. Yeah. What Another do, thing that means the world to me. <laughs> Like what, what goes through your mind? I mean, listen, I was at E! News at the time. So that was like our, you know, it, it was Teen Wolf. I mean, I remember oh, first cool. meeting you guys, I think was at, I want to say it was like the MTV VMAs or Movie MTV Awards. Movie one, Awards. Of those, one of those. Like the, when, I, when we like launched. Yeah, it was like. Yes, yes. Yeah. When you first launched. I know. And we were just these kids that were like, I think, I think everywhere we'd walked, people were like, you guys aren't allowed back in. We're like, no, we swear we're a cast. <laughs> <laughs> when you think back to those days, what goes through your, like, what's the, what's the feeling that comes back? Oh man. Um, I could cry. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, <laughs> um, it's just like the most fun time ever, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And also it's, it's, you know, Team Wolf is really funny because it also like, a thing that I don't know how much we ever talk about or if we have like how much it really like resonates people but like that was like the most disaster of a shoot like I, like the what we were like sort of it was the most ambitious like schedule I've ever been a part of and it <laughs> but it was what I grew up on you know so it was the only right. thing I ever came to know so I remember like the first time I did uh the first Maze Runner as well so like so the first time I did something where I can't even remember what it was like I think it was like when I did a movie called The Internship. Like when we did like a 12 hour day, I was like, whoa, I was like, that was great. That was so, are we done? Um, so it's like, it, it, you know, when you're, and when you're in the trenches on something like that, and you know, um, like where, where 
you know, you're with this group of people um, for 98 hours a week and all through the night and, you know, getting home at 9, 10 a.m. It's just like a wild and just shooting a show, you know, and it's for MTV too, like, uh, you and know, your kids and feet. your kids, you were so wait, wait. young. What'd you say? Sorry. Your kid, your kids, you're so young too. Totally. Yeah. Me and Tyler were 19 uh, when we did the first, yeah. we were 18 when we did the pilot, you know? Um, wow. Um, yeah. Just a lot of love a lot of fun um you know i think we will all always be connected in 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 some way you know uh in some deep way tyler tyler's i mean uh, i love that dude so much like he you know we we're so woven together like for life and in, in ways that you know we don't even get to see each other often but like he will always be my brother you know and but and to be but. honest We'll go ahead. But have you have you gone onto his OnlyFans page? No, I haven't. I just someone just brought that up to me yesterday. <laughs> I still don't really. I haven't. I've only seen like, you know, I keep seeing these blurbs about OnlyFans, and I. But I haven't done like a dive into. I don't. I don't even fully know what it is. I just saw like a picture of him naked with a guitar. Um. <laughs> Not are you are you surprised at all, or no? You're like that's oh, Tyler. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't even know what it what it is or what he signed up for. But <laughs> uh, you know, um, no. I mean, Tyler. You know, Tyler. Tyler. Tyler follows his heart and his energy and his. You know, he's Tyler's one of the uh, first of all. He's one of the greatest like humans you'll ever meet. He's yeah. you know he's one of the sweetest, most loving dudes, most caring dudes ever. Um, but he, you know, he follows his fucking heart, man. I've, I've always yeah. been in awe. We've always been like, I think what's so cool about me and Tyler's friendship is from the second we met each other, we were both so like in awe of like characteristics of the other one, you know? Mm. Like, I think mm. like I, I was, I was always like, so like uh, admired his, his, just like his, his comfortability and his natural, like not seemingly no shred of anxiety and like his mm. love that he just, that would just like emanate, you know, and like, and how he led that set, you know, like, I mean, I think the only reason that like I was who I was on that show, uh, I think was because of Tyler in so many ways. Like wow. he, he was, you know, I, I'm a weird one where again, you know, I, these are the differences in us. Like I, I do need to feel, I think it, I need to feel comfortable a little more than he does. And that takes a little more work. For me than it does mm -hmm. him i think sometimes and mm -hmm. and can be sometimes dictated by my environment you know so right. but when i do when i feel comfortable i do feel like i can like fly you know and and so i i i always say this you know i just to, to tyler and to my family i guess but like whenever we talk about the show and looking back at it i don't know like i give tyler all the credit really because like i i don't even think i would have uh, been able to like find my like confidence in what I was doing if it weren't for his like constant like energy around uh, me you know what I mean that's amazing that's amazing yeah it's really cool so last question when are we going to see a Teen Wolf reunion reboot remake movie what are we seeing <laughs> come on it has to happen I know I don't I don't know um I don't know I don't know um that's another thing though that like I left out and is like you know, uh, as important as everything else I was saying, I, you know, that was my first character ever. And uh, Styles to me is just my heart and soul. And so like, right. obviously I would jump 
at the chance to do like any kind of thing. There's got to be some kind. I mean, we'll come back together for something at some right. point. You know? So where where is Styles right now? Where is he today? I don't know. You know, I, I, <laughs> I think that uh, I love the idea. I think I've said this before, so it's so boring. But like, I love the idea that he's like, that he's like sheriff, you know, that he's taken over <laughs> as sheriff, but he drives his Jeep, like instead of a squad car. I just love of that, course. you know, I don't know. That feels right. Dylan, this you was know? great. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, really I love appreciate this. You, this was awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on the movie, having a movie coming out during quarantine. Thanks um, so much. Which is kind of appreciate amazing. It. And I and I do think people are really gonna like it. It's just it's a fun, sweet, like yeah. adventure movie. It's a boy and his dog. Like, how do you know? Yeah. And monsters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. I really appreciate it, Mark. Thanks so much. You man. got it. Take I care. Love talking to you. Same here. All right, Bye-bye. cheers, man. That was Dylan O'Brien. Love and Monsters premieres on VOD on October 16th. Coming up on the next big ticket, Noah Jupe. The young actor received critical praise and multiple award nominations for his role in 2019's Honey Boy. Now he's playing Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant's son in HBO's new limited series, The Undoing. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your up-to-the-minute Hollywood news, head over to Variety.com. Stay safe, be well, and like I keep telling you, Please wear a mask. See you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.